Welcome to the podcast called Terrible Work. Good evening and morning. Welcome to the podcast called Terrible Work. Good evening and morning. Welcome to the podcast called Tell the World. I'm your host, Ota. I hope your Wednesday hump day went great. It's almost Friday. Today, my discussion today, well, my topic would be about sleep paralysis. Now, a lot of us uh, that deal with sleep paralysis, you know, we, we deal with it in different ways. But I believe we also deal with it the same way. It's, I believe there's stages to some of us uh, sleep paralysis. And some sleep paralysis sometimes can get kind of frightening at night. When you sleep or you're not aware that you did go to sleep. So I wanted to discuss how I stopped sleep paralysis overnight. I dealt with it all my life. I've been dealing with it for like over 30 some years, but I stopped it overnight. So sleep paralysis is a feeling of being conscious but unable to move. It occurs when a person passes between stages of wakefulness and sleep. During these transitions, you may be unable to move, speak for a few seconds, up to a few minutes. Some people may also feel pressure or a sense of choking. So, in the end of my probably last month of sleep paralysis, that's what I started experiencing. Choking. Pressure against my head, pressed against the bed. It started to really freak me out. And sometimes I wondered, like, how did it happen and why was it happening? And I, and I read that sometimes sleep paralysis can be caused by maybe some anxiety, some depression, something uh, uh, traumatizing happened within your, your life triggers this. So I started thinking about a lot of things within my childhood and I just couldn't come up with anything that would say this is the cause of it happening. I do remember one time as a kid that I experienced maybe a little scare or maybe a fright within my childhood growing up. And I can make that story short. So bear with me. So one night I'm asleep and I wake up in the middle of the night. I believe it had to be about maybe three in the morning and let me explain to you that my room was pitch black dark so during that time I didn't mind sleeping in the dark 
with lights off. And I woke up in the middle of the night around about three and as I took the covers from up under my head, I saw an image standing there. Now, this was during Halloween time. So bear with this because this was no prank around the house because I knew everybody in the house. I knew everybody's sizes in the house. I knew their height. I knew their weight. I believe I was about maybe... 10 or 11. So I wake up around 3 in the morning. I pull the cover back off my head. And in front of me was a tall figure, probably standing about maybe 6'1". I couldn't see nothing but the broad of his shoulders. And but I was familiar with something else. It wasn't the shoulders. It was a Halloween mask I had that was placed in the shelf. And this figure was standing there about 6'1 or 6'2. This was a gorilla mask. You just pull it over your face. And it was a mask with a rubber band in the back. But this gorilla mask, what made me knew it was mine's, it had curly hair all around it. So that hair was attached to the mask. And so as I was looking at the image, I knew it couldn't have been no one in the house that tall. We were all kids. My dad wasn't at home that night. And it couldn't have been my mom because my mom was about five, five, four. So I'm looking. And I'm trying to figure it out. Like, am I seeing what I think I'm seeing? And so as I kept pulling the cover back over my head and just blinking my eyes, trying to gain my focus in the dark, I look again. The image is still standing there. Robe on, all black, shadow-wise, silhouette we call it, because I could see his shoulders and the curliness of the mask. 6'1 or 6'2. I didn't quite understand that. So I put the cover back over my head and I just stayed there. It never moved. It never came towards me. It was just standing there. Meanwhile, my brother was in the room, but he was asleep. I was aware, I was not sleep where I was like unconscious, I was seeing something near, I couldn't figure it out. So around maybe five o'clock going on 5.30, I hear the chicken crow. And when I usually hear the chicken crow, that lets me know that, you know, it's almost morning time, sun is gonna be coming out, daylight is appearing it that way. Daylight is appearing. And so when I took those covers off my head, that shadow figure was gone. And from that week on, I was freaking scared. I told my parents about it the next day. They couldn't 
figure it out. They didn't, I don't think they believed me. I think my mom and dad said that you're eating too much candy, so you're having nightmares. But in my mind, I knew it wasn't a nightmare. So that whole week to a month, I was in fear from that point on, of nighttime sometime, when I'm asleep or when I'm waking up. Over the years, years past, I'm in my 20s, I started getting sleep paralysis where I couldn't move, I couldn't do anything, I had to wait until it released off me. I had no idea what it was. It went in my 20s, it went as well as in my 30s, the same thing, sleep paralysis just kept occurring. Someone's pressuring, putting pressure on my body and I can't move. But I'm well within my conscience enough to know that something's not right because why can't I move? And I just couldn't figure it out over those years. I just couldn't. Even got to the point where sometime it started to happen in the daytime. But this time it started feeling different. It was almost like I could feel when it was coming. So as soon as I went to sleep without knowing I went to sleep, the same thing happened again. Something feels like it's holding me. Years go by, I can't figure this out for nothing. Now, meanwhile, technology of the internet was not as bold as it was to show you anything that you could probably research on your own because the doctors would say that it's a sleep paralysis medical term. And sometimes when doctors discuss that with you, you don't understand that. And you think about it, it doesn't make any sense to you. Like, I don't think that's what it is. Because I'm aware that something's going on around me while I'm asleep. It's hard to figure out. So it got to a point where we get into, you know, later years, I moved to Texas. And once again, I'm having sleep paralysis again. And the same feelings always occur. Now, sometimes I would get them once a month, but then it started happening twice a month. Eventually, I moved from Texas. I moved to California. I started noticing I wasn't having them anymore, but one day it started happening again. And this was last year. It started getting worse. It was like an everyday thing. It got to the point where it started getting very aggressive. One night I was asleep, and as I'm asleep, I felt like something out of nowhere took its hand and pressed my head into the bed. I, I felt it, and I could not move. And then it released within probably a minute and a half. And I woke up breathing hard. I started thinking, what the hell was that? Was something in my room? I felt my chest 
because my heart was beating real fast. So what, where does sleep paralysis come in with your heart beating fast versus an experience you just had? I couldn't relate sleep paralysis with my heart racing, like something real was going on. It got to the point where I wasn't sleeping in the bed anymore. I started sleeping in the living room. And I know nothing would never happen out in the living room. Now, meanwhile, the television's on. So it was never happening. Now, the television was on in my, my bedroom, but it was still happening. Until me always sleeping in the living room one day, I was watching Netflix. And that's the only thing that kept me awake, like alert. Now let me roll it back a little bit, back to the room. So eventually I would make my way back to the room. It started happening again. No, my room was not haunted. I don't think it was a ghost, impossible. So I said, just in case it's a ghost, let me sage the whole room. Matter of fact, let me sage the closet. Let me sage the whole house. Thought that would help. It didn't help. Probably within another week's time, it started happening again. Now, this is where curiosity comes in with my brain. It got to the point where I would wake up around two and three. Now this time I woke up about maybe two, two thirty. And I'm awake. I'm looking around my room. Television was on. And I said to myself, not today. I'm woke. You're not getting me this time. I started talking. And I started saying, you're not going to get me. I can't tell you when I dozed off. Because I don't remember dozing off. After I said that, I don't remember dozing off. So I'm asleep again. And I wake up. And I look towards the outside of my bedroom towards the kitchen. I noticed that the light was off. I said, why is the kitchen light off? The kitchen light is never off. It's always on. Then all of a sudden, my dog comes out the kitchen in the dark and comes in front of the door. And I see my dog. I call out my dog's name. And my dog is called by something and my dog turned around and went the opposite way. And before I knew it, I'm held back down again. Probably another minute and a half, it releases. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Couldn't figure it out. I started thinking like, what was that about? Was I tricked? Did something manipulate the room? 
probably about two days later, I wake up in the middle of the night, I'm asleep, around 2.30 to 3, 3 a.m. I wake up, it's dark in my room, and I look to my left again at my door that's open towards the kitchen. I looked around, and I thought I saw my dog jump into the bed. And I said, no. And I raised my hands up. It never got in the bed. It was a silhouette of my dog. A dark silhouette. That was the shape and the feature of my dog. And when I said no, and raised my hands to block her from jumping on me, it never happened. I looked a little bit more left of me towards my, my lamp area. I don't want to freak my guests out. But it felt like I thought I saw an E.T. in my room. A gray's alien. Because I said, what the hell? From that night on, I woke up. I went in the bathroom. I said, oh my God, what the hell was that? I checked my body. I said, I wonder, am I being visited by something? Because I started thinking, putting it together. Meanwhile, same thing happened again, sleep paralysis. So I'm in the um, living room watching TV, watching Netflix. Let's get back to Netflix. I come across a documentary called Nightmare. It's a 20,000, a 2015, 2015, excuse me, 2015 movie. Uh, it's an hour and 30 minutes, and it's about people. It's a documentary about people who had horror of sleep paralysis where they couldn't sleep at nighttime. And when sleep paralysis was coming upon them, they saw a dark shadow come in versus another entity come behind them, standing there while they're paralyzed. And when I, you should watch this documentary. It's a real good documentary. I'm not sure if it's still on Netflix. I'm pretty sure it is, but I did see it on Amazon. So you can check either one if you have either Amazon or Netflix. So after I got done watching the documentary, I said, wow, the same shit that I was experiencing. And I just couldn't figure it out. Like, they're dealing with the same issues I was dealing with. But as I watched that documentary, I noticed something within the whole documentary that everybody had spoke about their incidents that happened to them, the whole experience of sleep paralysis. I noticed that it was always dark in their room. I know, guys, we would say that, yes, you're supposed to sleep at night and turn your lights off, save energy. You're supposed to be in the dark so you can sleep and get good rest, turn off everything. But in this case, I saw them all experiencing this, and it was always dark. Now, this is where everything changed. I put two and two together. That night, I came back in my room, bedroom, 
I turned my light on, my lamp next to me. And ever since I turned that lamp on, it never happened again. It actually confirmed why I did leave it on. Because it was only happening in the dark. And I went back to saying, am I being visited by something? This was nothing demonic. It was nothing haunted. This was something felt like it was visiting. It felt like I was being experimenting on within fears. Sample of fears. And these sample of fears got worse. I remember the last time it happened, I was getting choked. And that's why I said enough. I couldn't deal with it no more. Because I felt like my last few minutes of breath, I felt deaf. And at that point of me fighting, that's when it got worse and worse. I told myself, I'm not fighting no more. And that's when I felt like I was about to die. But I told myself, I'm not going to fight anymore. And then it released off me as soon as I said that. Me fighting made it worse. But when I watched that documentary, I left my light on. It never happened again. So I figured something else was going on that I could not explain. I don't know what type of paranoia it was. Uh, it was. But I know it was something visiting me, giving me an experience of fears. I didn't ask for it. Certain people in this world deal with that. So sometimes I sit back and I, I thought about this. And I came up with, is there certain people picked for this experiment? Because that's what it felt like. But when I left my light on, it didn't matter no more. It stopped. Now, I still wake up around 2.30 to 3 a.m., but I don't deal with the fear of being held down no more. And so, when the doctor says, sleep paralysis, I say no. That's not what it is. That's not what it is. So if this helps anyone, and I hope it does, leave the light on. Change, change it up in your room by leaving the light on and see if that helps. I know we don't want to have a high light bill, but this, but this, this podcast tonight is for those who have trouble sleeping. And I thought I would share that. Because I really believe it was something outside of a hunting versus demon versus ghost. It was none of that. This was something else. Because I put the clues together with the manipulating the room, manipulating the dog, using the dog. And me not even knowing when I fell asleep. I hope this helps. And that concludes the podcast. Cartel the World. If you like my podcast, hit the subscribe button. 
I'm on Podbean, as well as iTunes, Spotify, and Google. Subscribe. There's more episodes coming. Welcome to the podcast called Terrible Work. Good evening and morning. Welcome to the podcast called Terrible Work. Good evening and morning.